Hello, and welcome to Winking Cat Tales. This is the fifth Winking Cat episode, where we've shared some fables first told by the Greek storyteller Aesop, who lived over 3,000 years ago. In this episode, we've adapted two more of our favorite fables. The first one is very familiar. You may have heard it before. The second one we've adapted into a musical poem. Now we invite you to sit back and enjoy the stories of The Boy Who Cried Wolf and The Dog and His Bone. Short tales, long tales, tales times two. We will tell some tales to you. Fun tales, sad tales, false and true. Tell an old tale, make it new. A favorite story is like a true friend. It's always good company. And though we already know the end, we listen eagerly. Silly, tragic, tall tales do. Each has a moral that comes shining through. Listen as we tell a few of Aesop's fables, Aesop's fables told just for you. Our first tale is about a young shepherd boy named Jacob who decided to play a practical joke on the people in his village. Now, mind you, Watching sheep can be very boring, especially when all is well and the sheep are happily grazing in the field. Even on a pleasant day such as this, it was Jacob's job to watch the sheep and keep them safe. But Jacob was not the kind of boy who likes sitting still and reading a book or looking at the clouds. He got bored very easily. I should have taken another job, like a firefighter or a lion tamer. He told the clouds, even a cheesemaker's job is more interesting than this. At least a cheesemaker gets something to eat when he's done. I can't eat wool. Any job is more interesting than watching sheep. Suddenly, Jacob had an idea. I know, he exclaimed. I'll have some fun and tell the villagers that the wolf jumped out of the woods and is attacking the sheep. Jacob laughed when he imagined how funny the villagers would look running from the town and running up the hill to the meadow. He walked to the edge of the grassy slope and looked down at the quiet village. He took a deep breath and shouted as loud as he could, Wolf! Wolf! Help! There is a wolf attacking the sheep! Old Hans, a farmer working in his wheat field at the base of the hill, was the first to hear Jacob shout. He grabbed his pitchfork and repeated Jacob's message to the village. Wolf in the meadow! Ethel the baker and Paddy the blacksmith heard the warning. They passed it along to everyone else. Soon, fifteen worried villagers were running, huffing and puffing up the hill to the meadow where Jacob was waiting for them. Where is the wolf? cried Hans. Jacob couldn't resist. He started laughing. <laughs> you should see your faces, he said. Your cheeks are all red. You look so funny. Ruth chided the rude shepherd boy. 
There is nothing funny about a wolf, young man. Where did he go? asked Ethel nervously. Patty knelt down on the grass, looking for footprints. We should see if we can follow the wolf's tracks. There was never any wolf, Jacob confessed with a sly smile. I just wanted to see what you would look like if I said there was one. Silly, silly boy, said Hans angrily. Clara added, That was a very bad joke, Jacob. You should have your ears boxed, grumbled Homer. Jacob rolled his eyes and sighed. None of you have any sense of humor, he complained, as he walked back to the meadow where the sheep were still safely nibbling on the green grass. The townspeople turned away and walked tiredly down the hill and back to their shops. Jacob sat under a tree and mused to himself. I thought it was funny, even if they didn't think so. I wonder what would happen if I shouted again. Do you think they would come back if I shouted wolf again? He asked Daisy and Gladys, two of the sheep standing nearby. Meh, was all they replied. I'm going to see if they do come back, declared Jacob. The boy walked to the top of a hill. He saw that the streets of the village were empty, and Hans the farmer was back in his wheat field. Jacob took a deep breath and shouted as loud as he could, Wolf! Wolf! There's a wolf attacking the sheep! Hans looked up the hill from his field. Jacob waved his arms excitedly and shouted again, Wolf! A wolf in the meadow! Hans grabbed his pitchfork and shouted down to the villagers, Wolf in the meadow! The doors of the shops popped open wide. Out poured the anxious villagers. They ran into the streets and started climbing the hill to the meadow, huffing and puffing all the way. When they got to the top, Hans asked, Where is the wolf? Ethel's face was red as a ripe apple. Are you all right? she asked Jacob. Patty started counting the sheep. How many did the wolf take? he asked. How big was he? asked Margaret as she twirled her hair nervously. Jacob could not contain his laughter anymore. <laughs> he chortled. I tricked you again. All of you look even sillier than before. The villagers were much angrier than the last time. You are a very rude young man, declared Hans. Every villager agreed. This is not funny at all, scolded Ruth. Not at all, Clara agreed. I left my soup on the stove. I bet it's boiling over now. Patty complained. You should be fired. Jacob exclaimed. I was just trying to have a little fun. It's so boring up here all alone. Margaret cautioned the boy. It's never a good idea to play mean tricks or, or anything like that on people. It's not very nice and could be dangerous. Hans groused. Someone should play a nasty trick on you sometime. Then you could see how it feels. Jacob said confidently. I'm too smart to be fooled by a silly trick. Don't be too proud, young man, cautioned Ethel. 
People need to trust each other to make things work, and you have shown that you cannot be trusted. The villagers turned and walked down the hill, shaking their heads. Jacob shrugged his shoulders and walked back to the field. Grown-ups have no sense of humor, he said as he sat down under a shady tree close to the sheep. The shepherd boy was soon bored again. He began to pull pieces of bark off the tree trunk and toss them into the grass. Suddenly, he heard an unusual sound. <sighs> Did you hear that? Jacob asked the sheep. Meh, they replied. The shepherd boy sat down for a moment and heard the noise again. <sighs> it was a low, ominous, slathery, growling sound. That sounds like a wolf, Jacob muttered. I better check on the sheep to make sure they're safe and there's none missing. He lined up all the sheep in a row. One by one, he checked to make sure each sheep was accounted for. He called out each of their names one at a time. Blossom? Meh. Mandy? Buh. Candace? Meh. Gladys? Meh. Daisy? Blah. As he reached the end of the row, Jacob stood in front of a sheep he had never seen before. I don't recognize you, said Jacob. What's your name? Arnold, the sheep replied. Jacob was puzzled. I don't have any sheep named Arnold. The boy studied the sheep more closely. Wait a minute, he declared. You're not a sheep at all. Sheep don't have big teeth like you do or a long hairy tail. You're a wolf, Jacob shouted. The wolf smiled a huge toothy smile. I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing, he confessed. Wolf, exclaimed Jacob. I'm going to call for help. Jacob ran to the edge of the meadow overlooking the town. He took a deep breath and shouted out loud as he could, Wolf! Wolf! Help! Someone! There's a wolf in the meadow! Hans calmly raked his wheat in the wheat field. All the other villagers kept going on about their business on the street and chatting pleasantly with each other. Why is no one coming? cried Jacob. They don't believe you answered Arnold. Jacob ran down the hill along the path to the village. When he got there to the bottom, he stood in the middle of the street and shouted to everyone standing there, Help! Help! A wolf has come to the meadow to eat the sheep! The villagers laughed and pointed at the boy. If you think I'm going back up that hill again, you're mistaken, said Margaret. Homer asked loudly, who do you think we are, a bunch of fools? No one likes to look foolish, added Patty. But there is really a wolf this time, exclaimed Jacob. Ruth stood up straight and glared at the boy. We are not going to be fooled again, young man, she said firmly. Jacob was frantic. You must believe me. Why, asked Clara, you've been lying to us all day. You're still trying to make us look ridiculous. No one believes you any more, said Ethel. When you lie a lot, people doubt that you will ever tell the truth. 
I'm not lying this time. I'm telling the truth, pleaded Jacob. There is a wolf in the meadow. No, there is not, stated Hans, because the wolf is right here. Arnold stepped out from behind one of the buildings. Jacob ducked fearfully behind the old farmer, and all the villagers laughed. Now you know how bad you feel when someone plays a nasty trick to try and embarrass you, said Ethel, wagging her finger at the boy. Jacob cautiously walked up to Arnold. But you were going to eat my sheep, weren't you? asked the shepherd. Arnold shook his head. I prefer not to eat sheep, he answered. Jacob looked at the wolf. If you don't eat sheep, he asked, what do you eat? Arnold grinned with his big pointed teeth. Do you really want to know? he asked. Jacob shook his head and took a step backwards. No, he gulped. The villagers thanked Arnold. They gave him some cheese and sausage and sent him on his way. I'm sorry, said Jacob to the crowd of his neighbors. I was just so bored. I kept wishing I had a more interesting job to do. Other things may seem more interesting or more fun on the outside, offered Ruth, but they are not so perfect when you look at them more closely. Wanting what someone else has, Hans added, often leads to disappointment. And that leads us to the next tale we're going to tell. It's about a very jealous dog named Alexander. Once upon a sunny day while wandering Once on upon his a sunny own. day while wandering on his own A dog with the name of Alexander found a, a great big bone Alexander found a great big bone So he picked it up and he chomped and he chewed and it tasted good at first but as he chewed and he chomped and he chewed, he developed quite a thirst. Once upon a sunny day while wandering on his own, a dog with the name of Alexander was chewing on his bone, on his own. Alexander walked to the edge of the brook to drink some of the cool, fresh water. He was all ready to put his bone down and take a sip when he saw something in the water. It was a big dog staring back at him, and in his mouth was a great big bone. Alexander stared at the dog in the water, and he became quite mad. Cause it seemed that the other great big bone was bigger than the one he had. So he growled and he snarled and he snarled and he growled, but the other darn dog didn't flinch. Then he snarled and he growled and he growled some more, but the dog didn't move one inch. He snarled and he growled and he growled some more, but the dog didn't move one inch. Alexander became so jealous and angry that the other dog had a bigger bone than his, that he began to bark. He was determined to have the other dog's bone. But when he opened his mouth to grab the other bone, Alexander's bone fell out of his mouth. It fell in the water with a great big splash, and the surface of the water shook. 
And because it was a great big bone, it sank to the bottom of the brook. So he sniffed and he whined and he yawned and he sighed and then all at once he knew that being jealous of another dog's bone is a foolish thing to do. Alexander's reflection slowly faded away. Faded away. And Alexander was left alone on that very sunny day. And that's how Alexander lost his bone on that very sunny enjoyed our final episode in this series about the Greek storyteller Aesop. In our next episode, we'll present a new musical adaptation of a very familiar fairy tale. That's about all I can say right now, so keep checking our Facebook page and our website for upcoming announcements. This episode of Winking Cat Tales was written and produced by P. Haynes Ainsworth and Terence Alaric Levitt. Copyright 2020 by Winking Cat Books. Any use of this podcast or any portion of the podcast without written permission is prohibited by law. We welcome your comments, pictures, poems, and questions. You can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, or through our website, Winking Cat Tales. That's cat, spelled with a K, T-A-L-E-S dot com. Until the next story, thank you for listening.